Singapore and USA. There are a lot of differences between these two countries. I'm not talking about the sizes of the countries, the languages, the currency, the food. If you see on surface, there are a lot of differences in people's behavior and daily life habits. But what are the fundamentals that are really driving these differences? I'm on my way to visit every single country in the world. So my personal passion and motivation are really to understand what are fundamentally driving the differences behind what we are seeing. Namely, how people behave, how they live their life, their economies and society in general. So the real cause of this are the values in each country and people's mindset. And therefore leading to the differences of people's behavior and their lifestyles that we are seeing right now. I haven't done any videos about Singapore and US culture for a long time, so today I'm gonna to go dive into some of these details. Now there's no right or wrong in what kind of values you should believe in. It's not like if you have higher GDP or a higher GDP per capita, then you have a better values or better system. There's some truth to it, but a coin always have two sides. It's like marriage, there's no best husband or best wife, it's all about fit. And every country has its own matters to deal with. No doubt how efficient and effective Singapore is. US is still one of the strongest economies in the world, so as long as it fits the country and its condition and it's all good. If you want to see more videos on my views and experience living in Singapore, US and other parts of the world, make sure to subscribe to this channel and turn on the notification bell button next to the subscribe button so that every time I upload a new video, you'll get notified. And don't forget to give a thumb up to this video. Conformity versus freedom. For me, the keywords about Singapore are compliance, rules, laws, strict. Things are tidy and organized and mostly driven by the government. If you throw a trash on the street, you'll get fined. If you don't wear masks, you'll get fined. If you don't join the army national services, you're breaking the law. People don't go out of their way to do things that are not normally seen. And everyone is more conservative. And this definitely leads to a lot of positivities, such as cleaner community everywhere, lower crime rates, and you don't get to see a lot of shocking things in a society because most of the things are expected. Versus US is the land of freedom. Everything is about human rights and freedom. If you want people to wear masks, they think you're taking their freedom away. Things are more free flow. It's not like so many rules like in Singapore. If you want to eat in a subway train, feel free to do it. It's not like in Singapore, you can't eat and you can't drink there. If you don't want to join the army, it's also fine. They don't really control people unless you break the laws. Even though there are 50 states, each state still take control of its own state. For example, wearing mask requirement is not like top-down from the federal or at the country level. So you may ask, isn't this better because you can do whatever you want? I think it really depends on what kind of lifestyle you're looking for and it definitely gives you more freedom, flexibility and foster better creativity and you can do anything you want as long as it's not a crime. Now this also comes with the flip side as well. Having a lot of freedom, there may be some safety concern, less organized society, less clean street among other things. Community versus individualism so in Singapore, people in the office always go out for lunch together during lunch break. When I was in the office before COVID, almost every day my coworker would ask everyone in the office to go out for lunch together. It's much more community driven. If you look at how Singapore is organized, 
Each little area has its own estate or is a little neighborhood. So they have their own community center attached to each of the states with its own public pool and gym and things like that for people to use the facility publicly. And people in Singapore always catch up with others over coffee, lunch, or afternoon tea. And I actually do that quite often in Singapore with my professional connections too. Versus in the US, we always eat our lunch at the desk. Once in a while, you may eat with other coworkers, but most people would bring their own lunches to eat in the kitchen or at the desk. So my personal experience in the US is only in New York City and California, so I don't know about the other part of US. Maybe in the Midwest, there are some different culture. So within one state, they divide up into different counties. So even though there are some community center within a county, People don't usually interact with each other or socialize. It's not so engaging. People don't really socialize or feel there is a community there. And people in the US are much more family oriented compared to Singapore. Much frequent to hang out with friends like in Singapore. So everyone just tends to do their own thing. I don't recall when was the last time I hang out with someone when I was in the US for a coffee or lunch. Maybe once a year kind of thing. Definitely much less often compared to in Singapore. In Singapore, I still do it like a couple times a week. Well, I'm already not so socialized in Singapore, so imagine in the US, I was even much less. Dependence versus independence. In Singapore, family relationships-wise, parents tend to take care of their kids even after they turn 18 years old. Many still live with their family and parents will pay for the college and universities. Then when you get married or in a relationship, your partner also tend to be more dependent on you either financially, emotionally, or physically. You guys can comment below and let me know how your marriage or relationship is like in Singapore. Even if you think about Singapore government, they are kind of like a big parents taking care of their kids. Like citizens are like their kids really. Government will calculate and consider for them for their retirement planning and make sure everyone has enough retirement or CPF fund and they make a mandatory contribution. In the US, independence is the word that we grow up with and most parents don't pay for their kids education in college or university unless the families are really rich so most of the normal people like me we take student loans to go to school and we have whole bunch of student loans actually in one of my old video i talk about how i pay off my student loans so if you're interested in go back to visit my old video i'll link up here and romantic relationship wise Partners tend to be more independent as well, still having their own space and meeting friends separately. While many couples have joint banking accounts, separate accounts are not uncommon. Although there's some retirement scheme like 401k in the US, it's not mandatory like in Singapore. Many employers in the US don't offer such benefits to match the 401k. So the companies can choose if they want to match or not so everything is more like free flow. I guess the only thing that is not up to you is paying US taxes. So we need to pay US taxes no matter where we live in the world, even if we live in Singapore. And Uncle Sam is the only country in the world with universal taxation. So these are my points of views on why you're seeing different behaviors and lifestyle in these two countries and how values and mindsets fundamentally impacts these behaviors. And I wanna emphasize again, everything has pros and cons. It's up to the country, society, and people to choose how to apply them.
Thank you so much for watching until the very end. Let me know what you think about my points of view above and how you think about these two countries. Which lifestyle do you prefer for yourself? And I'll see you at the comment section.